A few days after her return to Ayn Sefra, Isabel is summoned to Liate's house. How did it go, he asks. Any interesting adventures? Yes, she replies. Now I can write about the lives of our soldiers and marsh. I'm very happy to have had the experience. Thank you. Liate smiles. But I'd heard. Oh, well. Yes? It's just that I received a report. Nothing important. A small unpleasantness. But since you don't mention it, well... She looks at him, sees him searching her face. Oh, she says. That. It's not worth mentioning. A small unpleasantness, as you say. It must have been frightful. If I'd known, then of course. Don't even think about it. But, my dear, you must have suffered. Yes, she says. But in the end, I rather enjoyed it, too. He shakes his head. Poor Si Mahmud. They talk a while longer about his progress with the marabous. There have been some setbacks, but generally he's satisfied. As she leaves, she's struck by a sudden thought that he might have been behind the entire episode with Deforge, might have set him up as a proxy lover to discipline and seduce her at the same time. But a moment later she knows this is impossible. Liotte is too civilized a man. Though he's as ruthless as Sidi Lachmi and as cunning, he is not the sort to turn upon a friend. At the Foreign Legion Canteen in Beni Yunif, a mixture of infantrymen, Spahis, Camel Corps soldiers, and legionnaires have been drinking through the night. They are shouting good-natured insults, boasting of the exploits of their units. Isabel sits at a table in the center, dazed by a night of absinthe and several pipes of potent keef. She feels miserable, tired, disappointed with her life. As the brawling becomes louder and the insults of the soldiers more obscene, she suddenly swipes her glass onto the floor. Someone kicks it away and it breaks against the wall. The brawling continues while she lies with her head upon the table, oblivious, ignored. At dawn the soldiers disappear. She is alone, asleep in the smoky room. In the souk at Tirconte, everything is dusty and brown. The earth, the clothes of the inhabitants, the pottery they make and sell. Donkeys stand about unfettered. The people crush the sellers. Their bargaining is not intense or shrill. It blends into the hushing wind. Beside the women seated on the ground are pieces of orange rind, squashed dates, potatoes bearing the stamp of heels. Before one of these women selling goat's milk, there suddenly appears a pair of scarlet boots. The woman looks up, sees Isabel in a white burnous, searching the horizon with her eyes. Some milk? Isabel does not reply. From a distance, her boots are two red flames in a sea of brown.